Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. I think they, you know, respect one another. Um, you know, I think that they communicate well with each other. Um, there's, you know, don't, 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 I just want to make sure there's, there's obviously a lot of frustration. Uh, there's obviously, you know, a lot of people are upset. Uh, I'm sure people are embarrassed. There's a lot of that, but we don't let the personal feelings come into play when we have an opportunity to fix things and try to work to get better. And I think that's what this team has done. Um, a really an outstanding job of. A 13-game losing streak will definitely bring some frustrations, but if you can look for a positive and anything, it's been the no-finger-pointing and the respect of this team, definitely a close-knit group that we have appreciated covering this season. Welcome into Jaguars Drive Time on a Wednesday morning. Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osier, Brian Sexton, and I kind of feel like I'm on the edge of my seat this week, and I see both sides of this. And John, it's finding that balance this week of hearing what the coaches and players are saying, but also paying attention to all these fans and what they're excited about. It's a very interesting balance, especially when you have two weeks left to go, and we're working through it right now. Well, it's a it's a balance, and it's a uh, you know it, it's an incredibly odd situation. And as I wrote in uh, one of my ozone mailbag answers you know if you don't understand where the team's coming from then you don't understand how the nfl works but if you don't understand where the fans are coming from then the players don't grasp what fans are so this is purely a case where different people have different interests different motivations and uh, it's 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 incredibly odd but most of the people who have interest in the Jaguars from outside the building clearly want them to lose because Trevor Lawrence is the big carrot out there. Right, and Brian, it's I, I not like in. these players. Go ahead. Sorry. I, I'm in the building. I've been there for 27 years. I want them to lose. Okay, and just be honest. <laughs> I, I want Trevor Lawrence. The quarterback is about so much more than football. He's about attracting fans, okay? People have been calling the ticket office already. They're interested. This team has not been relevant. The quarterback fixes things. I understand, Doug, and the coaching staff, and I have a lot of friends on that coaching staff, and I, but what's best for the franchise here is the quarterback. The franchise quarterback who's been identified by top personnel people as the next Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, John Elway, that guy who gives a foundation to your franchise, and we all know this one needs it. I'm not conflicted at all. I'm not. I know what is best for this franchise is the quarterback, not a meaningless win at the end of the year. I do understand the coaches and players, they're, you know, they're going at it for pride, but I don't no equivocation on my part, no balance on my part here. I am all in on them getting Trevor Lawrence. And if that means losing the final two, and it does, then I'm fine with that. Because I won't remember these last two games. At the, at, at the draft in Cleveland in April. What I'll remember is I could have had Trevor Lawrence, right, if I win one of these final two games. No, no, this one is about taking your medicine and making the investment in your future. 
no balance. It's all on that. It's very true. I go back to last year, the final game, and it was a win, and it felt great. It was a great moment to end off the season like that, especially for Calais Campbell and guys like that. But a couple weeks later, you really didn't remember it. So it's an it's a odd place to be in, but it's definitely something we'll be talking about the next couple of weeks as we get into big things. Big thing one is no-win situation. If they beat the Bears on Sunday, I don't even want to know what the fan base will say. I'll turn off Twitter. There's definitely going to be booze in the stadium. The team wants to win, though, but no one really wants them to win. So, Doug Marone, how do you balance that as head coach? Well, I mean, no one's advised me, you know what I'm saying, anything different than to go out there and win. So, um, I understand, you know, I guess from a standpoint of, I mean, I was young growing up you know, and, and, and had a favorite team and, you know, was excited to see where they were going to pick. So it's not something, you know, Mike, that I don't, that I look back and I understand, but, you know, I mean, Jesus, I mean, we, we, we're trying, we're trying to win. I mean, um, I mean, we're doing everything we possibly can. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm, that's my job right now. And I owe it to the coaches and players. None of us are going to, you know, look at this and, in the future. I mean, no one knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Never mind, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the year. Credit to Doug Marone on his Monday press conference answering those questions that are not fun to answer, honestly and respectfully. He definitely gets it. Big thing, too, is better be better. There are a lot of players who are in need of better tape for the new general manager. The offensive tackles haven't played well and neither have the safeties. Those are two, just two, that stand out. A new quarterback isn't motivation for a lot of guys who might not be on this team. The current roster, they're not worried about a quarterback because their futures are so up in the air. They have to worry about themselves and they should be worrying about themselves these next two weeks. Big thing three is Blake Bortles part two. Chicago Bears quarterback Mitchell Trubisky is basically the Blake Bortles of the Bears, a top five draft pick who is not as good as they thought he would be. Similar to 2017, like we saw here with Bortles, Trubisky's getting hot right now, and this team is playing well, and almost all of it has to do with this quarterback play elevating. And John, this team coming in here, their back's against the walls. They have to win to get into the playoffs. It's, it's like we say, that balance. It's, it's a bad thing, but is it a bad thing? You're, you're in this in-between right now. Well, the Bears are motivated just like the last, what, five, six teams since the Texans game have been motivated. The Bears are also playing better. They lost six in a row. They've sort of figured out a little bit who they are. They're starting to run the ball better. Uh, they haven't played great defensively in the last couple of games, but this is a very talented defense that I don't doubt. It's sort of the old story. If the Bears get a lead on the Jaguars, the Jaguars are in trouble. The Bears can rush the passer. The Jaguars aren't a comeback team right now. So all those fans who were wanting the Jaguars to lose, which I get is most of them, want the Bears to get ahead in this game. They will be able to rush the passer on a consistent basis if they do. That's what you want if you're looking for that. And I guess that's the way we have to talk about this game at this point. Mm -hmm. Big thing too, Brian, those safeties, the offensive tackles, especially did not have a good game last week and definitely would be worried because you want to put good – game tape out there their future is so unknown about the general manager and you can say you're worrying about Trevor Lawrence but you don't know what your future is if you're a safety a, a Jared Wilson an Andrew Wingard something like that the future you don't care about it right now 
The safety issue has been a problem since opening day, since Phillip Rivers went right down the field attacking the middle of it. Um, I think you've got one safety on your roster that you can say is a long-term guy, and he isn't even playing right now. I mean, that's Daniel Thomas. Wingard can be a, um, a really solid special teamer, fourth safety kind of guy. Jared Wilson, maybe the third, uh, but you, you need improvement there. I don't know what Cam Robinson's future holds, but as far as I'm concerned, he hasn't shown enough tape that a new general manager is just going to come in and lock him up. Uh, Jawan Taylor's been up and down all year, and there needs to be more stability there. Uh, but I still hold out a lot of uh, hope for his future. And there are a number of guys, you know, all over the, the roster that have something to prove. So, you know, from that perspective, you know, they're not in, in any way, shape, or form thinking, well, all right, let's go play well and lose. I mean, no, no. I mean, they're thinking, I got to go play well because I want to have my job next year. There's where the balance comes in. There's where the conflict is. Guys who are paid to win aren't going to not try to win. Um, and, and these guys... You know, I wrote it for Quick Thoughts, which is coming out tomorrow. But, you know, I identified 14 players that I believe you can build around, uh, which, you know, leaves you, what, 39? Take away the, the two specialists, because you've got Lambeau and Cook, who are both guys you can build with. So there's 16. So what does that leave you? Like 37 spots? Okay. Well, you know, there's 37 guys on the roster who are all trying to earn their spot in the next two weeks. At least, even if the Jaguars don't win, they want to play well. 37 spots is a lot of spots. And what stands out to me is, for example, Keelan Cole, a guy that wants to get paid and saying, hey, new general manager, pay me these next two weeks. Very important for a guy like that. Well, that's sadly, just one example seen, of 37. <laughs> sadly, we, you know, we've seen over the years roster turnover uh, because of changes in coaches and, and personnel guys. So you should figure right away that a third of the roster is gone every year. You have roster turnover at the bottom of the roster. The, you know, the crop of undrafted rookies or the second or third year draft picks that are disappointing or free agents who leave. So a third of the roster is out the door. So that's half of the 37 number, you know, or roughly half of the 37 number. Um, but with the general manager that comes in, he's not tied to guys, you know. I mean, you got to, I'll give you a great example. Uh, a guy that I put on my list of guys that we need to see more from is Josh Oliver, the tight end, right? Hasn't really played in two years. Didn't play at all this year. You could, General Manager could come in and go, you know what, I'm not messing around. That was someone else's third-round pick. He can't stay healthy. I need guys that are available. You know, those kinds of players. So Oliver's probably a bad example because he can't go out and improve his standing. Uh, but there are guys who can, who can play well and give someone something to talk about when they get into those personnel meetings in late January. Mm -hmm. Josh Oliver was a guy with a ton of potential. We talked about him every training camp and definitely a bummer that we never really got to see that potential come to life. And those are big things. When we come back, Ashlyn Ask here on Jags Drive Time. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing healthcare for good. Hey, Jags fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com. 
At ViStar, we believe in better. Better convenience. So members can bank any way they want. Whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. Hey, keep playing, get to it. Keep playing, get to it. Keep playing, get to it. Don't put your hand down. Yeah. Third down, y'all. Hey, third down, boy. Yeah, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our guy, Miles Jack, was not on the list, but we all can agree, definitely a Pro Bowl first season for the linebacker. Check out all the mic'd up features always on Jaguars.com. Fair and fair remind you to continue to wear a mask. Help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Fair and fair protecting you and your family since 1979. All right, we're back on Jags Drive Time Wednesday morning, brought to you by the Duval Motor Group. And Wednesdays, mean we get these fantastic whiteboards out for Ashlyn Ask. And the first Ashlyn Ask is influenced by a great article I read on Jaguars.com by none other than John Osier. And this question is, of the three reported general manager, general manager candidates, who do you think would be the best fit? If you've not read that article, I encourage you to do so. John breaks down all three of the reported general manager candidates that are being interviewed this week. Of the three that are reported, who do you think would be the best fit? And obviously more will be interviewed, but for the sake of the conversation, let's just say these. All right, who's ready? Anyone. Anyone at all. Yeah. I'll, well, Brian can go. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of them personally. You know, Balky was in the building this year, but we did never get a chance to talk to him because we haven't been in the building this year. Um, I, I hear good things about Lewis Riddick, and he has a 14-year career as a, um, a personnel man and comes highly regarded, you know, been on television watching a lot of the uh, the games, obviously, for Monday Night Football, so he knows the uh, the trends and the direction of the league. I, I'm sure he's as good as any. I, I just, I can't, I can't put my finger out and say that's the guy because I don't know any of them well enough to be able to say that it is. You know, and, and you'd like to be able to say whoever can identify the quarterback. Hey, if you're picking number one overall, I could be the general manager. That one's easy. So 
I just, I can't identify the qualities of these guys. The salary cap's in great shape. They've got lots of draft choices. So for them, you know, I mean, this is, this is walk into a pretty, a pretty good position, a really good position. Mm-hmm. So any or all of them are probably qualified to be the guy. Yes, a ton of teams looking for a general manager, but the Jaguars would be the most attractive job with everything they have going for them this offseason. John, are you in the same boat as our friend Brian? Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I originally wrote Rick Smith just because he's been in the AFC South. So I guess that would be, if I'm looking at all three and I had to pick out one trait, I guess that would be it. But I then crossed out that answer and I did my little drawing with the question mark because I don't know. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know about any of them. I'm like, I'm like Brian. I haven't gotten to know Trent Balky. Uh, I like listening to Lewis Riddick. Um, I know Rick Smith has had a, some success in Houston building a team to the playoffs at times there, but we don't really know. And like you said, if you get the quarterback right in the NFL, a lot of the rest of the GM takes care of itself. That's a huge step. So I still believe Dave Caldwell, who we talk about all the time, if he gets the quarterback right, there's a different conversation around his eighth season. It's just the way it is in the NFL. So I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but the quarterback matters. So big you know, and, and it's, it does. It's worth pointing out here, uh, John and Ashlyn, that the Jaguars' salary cap is in really, really strong shape. And Dave gets some credit for orchestrating trades and moving guys and, and, and some tough moves to get it in good shape. But John Idzik uh, and Tim Walsh, and Walsh has been there since 1996, are two guys. A new GM may want his own. Uh, you know, that may be part of the negotiating process. I don't know. But a new GM could come right in and let John, who's proven it, and, and Tim continue to run the salary cap. So you want to talk about easy, right? I mean, you got the cap in good shape. you got the draft picks. If you've got number one, you've got the quarterback. Again, I, 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 it's hyperbole to say that it's easy. But you walk into a situation where it's easier to make good decisions. I go back to, to 2009, right? Right before you got here, John. And Gene Smith takes over as the GM. And, you know, he, he goes for Eugene Monroe uh, with the ninth pick overall. That wasn't an easy pick, right? I mean, it, it, there, there, Tyson Alualu the next year. There wasn't that quarterback at the top for him to be able to go, okay, that's that. They were trying to fix the roster, and they were trying to do it without a quarterback. I mean, again, it goes back to why I'm so all-in on Trevor Lawrence, because this guy is the no-brainer pick that makes the other jobs in the building easier. So, I mean, I'll give you one more thing on the GM, Ashlyn. If Rick Smith is the guy who identified that uh, J.J. Watt was going to be a great player because he was thought to be a top 15, 16 player in that draft, but he had been, he had been a 3-4 end at Wisconsin, and, and he was really, really good in the Rose Bowl against TCU that year. Uh, but I don't, I don't recall anybody thinking J.J. Watt is a future Hall of Famer you know, leading up to the draft. And if Rick Smith is the guy that identified that J.J. Watt was absolutely essential at number 11 and what a steal that was, uh, then I'd give a little more, you know, a little more weight to Rick Smith. Because that second first-round yeah. pick is going to be important for this team. Got to get the right guy. Mm-hmm. We have a, if they have the number one overall pick, we can stop talking about it and start focusing on the Rams pick. Yep. Rick Smith being in the AFC South definitely has a, 
plus and I went Trent Bulky. and I understand the hesitation with this because it's definitely when a season like this you want to just blow it all up and get rid of everyone and start fresh and I get that but you'll see the stars I drew around three post seasons that's definitely a plus to Trent Bulky. so I went with him. All right, here we go. Looking forward to Sunday's game that we really have barely talked about so far on this show against the Chicago Bears. Who is the biggest threat on Sunday? And you can look on this at both ways, whether you want the Jaguars to win or lose, but we're looking at it as a competitive advantage. Who is the Jaguars' biggest threat on Sunday? Against the Chicago Bears, a seven-win team coming in here. Needs to get a win to get into the playoffs. Definitely spelling this guy's last game wrong. That's okay. All right. Brian Sexton, go for it. I'll just say Mitchell Trubisky either way. Uh, if you want the Jaguars to win, um, and I don't know you if you do, um, then Trubisky's been, been hot. Uh, eight touchdowns and three interceptions in the last four games. Had a big game uh, when they just drilled the Texans with three touchdowns. Uh, the other side of it is, is if you don't want the Jaguars to win so that they stay in the number one spot for Trevor Lawrence, uh, I mean, Trubisky's the kind of guy who can throw three interceptions and two of them can be pick sixes and you can find yourself with a nice lead. So uh, Mitchell Trubisky, and, and that's been the story on him, is, is you know, up and down, you know, good and bad. So I think he's the biggest threat either way. Yes, the inconsistency could go either way on Sunday. John, what are you thinking? Yeah, I agree with Brian. I think uh, Trubisky is sort of the linchpin of this game. If he plays well, the Jaguars lose. If he doesn't play well, they have a chance to win. I went just with Jaguars talk. I went with uh, LaVisca Chennault Jr. Uh, you know, I think he's the biggest threat for the Jaguars to have a big game that matters. Uh, it sort of feels like he's been playing around with it the last couple of weeks, close to having some big plays. Uh, we've been waiting for it all season, injuries, circumstance, a quarterback, et cetera. Wouldn't surprise me to, uh, if he really produced these last couple of games. So I'll go with LaVisca. I like that. You want a game from him at the end of the game where you're talking about him. He makes a few catches here and there that make you go, wow. But as a whole, post-game, you're not really thinking about him as the change of the game. So I like that, John. I went David Montgomery. The Bears running back 146 yards, two touchdowns last week. The Jaguars 30th in the league with yards per carry. They give up. This guy gets going. The Jaguars have trouble. Some fans, that might be a good thing. So pay attention to this guy. Finally, Ashton asks number three. Jets fan, we're thinking of you this week. It's definitely been a tough week for the Jets. Hey, Christmas is Friday. You're Santa Claus. What would you give Jets fans for Christmas? They could use some holiday cheer this week. My old sports director in college is a big New York Jets fan, and he texts me saying, this is the worst day of my life. Some would say that's dramatic, but knowing him, I don't know if it is. All right. Santa Claus, John Osier, what do you got? Nothing. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a break. It's football, it's sports. 
Mana. Alright. That's not what Santa's supposed to say. Dang uh, it. You know, Brian, I believe give me something better. Man. Hold on, I'm looking for it. <laughs> Just wait. And by the way, I have a good friend who is a um who is a Jets fan as well. And 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 the way that the Jets fans feel this week is every bit of supporting evidence for why you don't want to feel that way next week. Everyone who's a Jets fan has a pit in their stomach because they lost the franchise quarterback. You don't want to feel that way next week. Um, I'll go with, and I, I may spell this one wrong, uh, but I watched him in the SEC championship game last week, Devonta Smith, the wide receiver. I'd give him to the Jets because I, I, I watched Sam Darnold this year, and I get it, he hasn't been great, but in a loss in which he threw three interceptions, he also made three throws against the Colts earlier this year that I have never seen a Jaguars quarterback make, never. Um, big arm across the field. I mean, John Elway kind of throws. And I, so I think that, uh, that Darnold has lots of talent. And if you surround him, and that was kind of the word on him, if you surround him with talent, he'll be really good. Uh, Smith, you know, maybe the kid at LSU, whoever's the best wide receiver in the game, I'd give him to Darnold. Dante Smith tore up my old gator, so I know him well. I put condolences. Namaste. I'm sorry, but I don't care that much. Merry Krima. When we come back, Ozone Snapshot on Jags Drive Time. Jags Drive Time is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And at Deco, visit adecousa.com. With over 100 years of experience, Duval Motor Company knows experience counts, both on the field and under the hood. That's why all of their service departments are staffed by certified professionals who take pride in servicing any make and model, not just the vehicles they sell. Keeping your vehicles on the road is what drives Duval Motor Company. They know how much you depend on your car, and you can depend on them to put service first. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com. Hi, folks. Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to Change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. This season, the Jaguars are launching Predictive Gaming, exclusively in the Jaguars mobile app. Choose a bingo card, pick your favorite three players, and place wagers to win prizes. Check the games out in the mobile app now. This broadcast is ozone friendly. The ozone. 
Time for Ozone Snapshots, and we go to Trendy Riverside. Charles. Assuming we take a quarterback in the first round, safe assumption, Charles, which of our three current quarterbacks do we keep heading to the 2021 preseason, if any? Yeah, I think, I think if any is the operative word here. Uh, I kind of think if any of the three are still on the roster, it would probably be Jake Luton. Uh, you know, I, I don't anticipate, I, I just kind of don't think a new GM would, would stay with Minshew uh, for a lot of different reasons. I don't know that you want, you know, distraction as your backup quarterback, whatever it is, the mania as the backup quarterback. I just don't know if it works. I, I can't speak for the new GM. He may come in and say, you know what, the energy that he brings you when he comes in is great. I kind of think none of the three will be back, uh, but that's just a gut. You know, I, I don't know that it matters all that much because you get the idea that it's, it, everything's going to be new offensively. At least there's a good chance of that. So it may just be a fresh start at that position. I, um, I would put Luton in the category. Uh, I wouldn't bring Minshew back. Uh, you, you don't need that behind whoever your starter is going to be. Um, and I'm not talking him. He would be fine. But it's, it's that small fraction of the fan base that thinks he is the second coming. Uh, I would move on from that because you just don't want that. Uh, and, and Mike Glennon, look, Trevor Lawrence, assuming that's who he is, uh, he doesn't. I mean, if you've watched this kid, he doesn't need to be a mentor. Uh, the quarterback coach, the offensive coordinator, uh, whoever that is, will mentor him just fine. So I would say you'd bring Luton back to camp, probably draft someone. Um, you know, it just depends on, on, on who's coaching and who the general manager is. And I mean, all those things have to be settled in the next couple of weeks. Um, but Luton would be the only guy I'd be interested in having back. I agree. I'd like to see more of Jake Luton, especially from what we saw in training camp and that strong arm. If he got a little more touch on the ball and a little more experience, could be an option for a backup, possibly. So agree with you, John and Brian. Let's go to Canada. Thanks for support away from Canada. Andy Boy. I know coaches always game plan design on what they see as their best chance to win. But when you lose this much, what are the merits of airing it out as much as possible? Would that not put the defense on their heels a little bit? Well, airing it out is awesome if you can do it well. If you can't do it well, then it's not so awesome. So, you know, it's it, every whenever you're around a losing team, we've been around teams that have not have not won enough. I always get quick. Why don't they throw more? Throw the ball downfield. I just want to see excitement. Well. Interceptions returned for touchdowns and sacks aren't exciting. Well, I mean, they are in a very morbid way. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they're playing the way they are for a reason. Uh, just airing it out all the time, it, it leads to sacks. The plays that do work when you're balanced often don't work as well when you're not balanced. The defense needs to at least respect the run, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if airing it out worked, they would love to do it. Uh, when you have a quarterback who doesn't have pocket present, when he won't throw the ball downfield with velocity or can't, airing it out becomes very tough. It becomes a recipe for even worse disaster. Well, I think we've seen when the Jaguars have been behind the last couple of weeks and have gone to airing it out, 
how much trouble the offensive line has had holding up. I mean, if you can't run the ball, then you know the opposing team is just putting four or five guys with their hand on the ground salivating like Pavlov's dog. You know, they can't wait to get at the quarterback. And you, I don't care how good you are at left tackle and right tackle or up the middle. I, you, can't, you can't withstand you know, 60 pass attempts in a game. You've you got to be able to run the ball. That, that, that balance is critical. Plus, look, this team went into the year wanting Gardner Minshew to be the quarterback and have success. What does he do best? Play action. He's elusive. He's a guy who makes things happen on the run. And if you've got half the defense chasing the running back who doesn't have the ball then you've got a chance to make a play, which is when he was successful. So, you know, airing it out, as John said, it, it sounds really good, um, but there isn't, there aren't many coaches in football that don't want to be able to run the ball uh, at will. Got to have the weapons to air it out. And as of right now, I'm kind of cringing, thinking of the thought of a bunch of pick sixes. Don't want that in my life. When we come back, some closing thoughts here on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hey, Jax fans, we all know Duval is a big place, and you need to get a lot of mileage out of what you drive. That's why Duval Motor Company puts service first. They don't just sell great cars and trucks. Their service departments take care of your loved ones by providing maintenance and repair for every make and model, even the ones they don't sell. They've got all of Duval covered when it comes to your ride. Any make, any model, any location. DuvalMotorCompany.com DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity oi bonjour xin chào dobry deň ki financiat kon como te podemos ayudar if you have an accident the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier that's why at fair and fera we have a team as diverse as our clients so no matter what language you speak we'll fight for your voice fera and fera here for you nahna hon lalkel ici pour vous aquí para todos here for all Jacksonville we're back Jags drive time Doug Marone press conference 9 a.m. coming up and we have a few questions going into that like one who will be the starting quarterback we expect it to be Gardner Minshew but it has not been confirmed and who knows Doug could change it up again on us and then fantasy owners have been tweeting us about James Robinson, the health of him. Is he practicing today? We will find out and definitely a guy you want to see more of, especially if you have him on your fantasy team. So those are just some questions. We'll have quarterback on the podium as well with offensive coordinator Jay Gruden. Then we'll be back on Christmas Eve. This is my Christmas decoration today, my coffee cup. And we'll celebrate Christmas Eve with you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. We will see you there.